With us now in the Hyundai Texans radio studio, head coach D'Amico Ryans. Coach, congratulations, AFC South champions. It's been a busy weekend and a busy week ahead to take on the Cleveland Browns on Saturday. But first of all, can you reflect on winning the division championship year one for you? Yeah, thank you, Mark. It's uh, it's truly a special moment, right, mm-hmm. to be able to come in the first year, a uh, young football team, right, and to see the growth of the ups and downs throughout the entire year for us to – Finish the win, finish the season, right, with a uh, big win over the Colts to get a opportunity to get into the playoffs, right, and then to sit at home and watch the Titans beat the Jags for us to clinch the AFC South. Man, what a what a special moment! What an uh, truly, uh, this is one that always I always remember. A special mm-hmm. moment of winning the division with uh, with this special team that we have. Coach, I couldn't help but there's the symmetry for for you and I, because the first time I met you was actually at the combine in Indy. That's the first time I officially met you. And that's an interview where Mark and I are like, you know, asking about what do you want to do? What's your philosophy? What are the things that you're, you're going to do? And then I'm sitting there in the hallway talking to you and it's like, you did those things. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You went out and like you've said a million times, you you've earned it. You didn't say, you know, Hey, I'm D'Amico Ryan's, you know, this is just going to happen. You went out and you earned it. And I just thought about the symmetry in that moment of, Holy cow, when you walk in that locker room, are you feeling, you know, joy, relief? What are you kind of your thoughts as you're kind of walking like, oh my gosh, what's happening at this moment? Yeah, walking in, it's a ton of joy. Right. To see it all, right? You have this vision in taking over uh taking over as head coach. You have this vision of how you see the team. And my vision was always about, you know, the development and delivery of young men, continue to see them grow and develop throughout the entire year. And that's what I kind of heart my vision on is this growth mentality, right? And that's to see our team <laughs> truly grow day after day, week after week, and then to see it all, you know, come to fruition right there at the end versus the Colts. It's just it's a moment of joy, yep. all right? Truly glad for for these guys to see the excitement on their faces, right? A lot of guys who've probably been here a few years or been other places who hadn't won, right, hadn't been in the playoffs, to see them and see the excitement of getting in, right, winning, now winning the division. Right. Like, man, I'm, I'm so proud of the guys and so happy for them to be able to get this spotlight right now, be able to have their moment, right, and be able to go shine in front of the, in front of the world. In the locker room right after the game, you went right to, it starts over now. This is not <laughs> the end. This is the beginning of something else. Can you speak to that a little bit? Because – what an opportunity. You talk about the op. That's an op. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we've been talking about, getting yep. that op. And yep. now you get that op and everything. It, t- it, took, it took everything, right, to get that op. And now whew, it's just a big reset. Mm-hmm. Now none of that matters. Right. <laughs> none. No records matter. Like, it's truly one week at a time. Right. So it truly starts over for me in my mind. And it's reset. It's awesome that we get to go against a team that we've – just played a couple weeks ago, and now you get to reset, refocus. Everything's about anything in any way, whatever it takes to beat the Browns, right? And that's my mindset of it starting new, starting fresh. You win, you get another opportunity. There have been a lot of guys in this team, Coach, that have had an opportunity. And I've asked you about him before, but I felt like there were some key moments in the game. And one of the things you and I talked about after the game was – it was kind of like a fight. Like, first four or five rounds felt like you had in control. And all of a sudden, six, seven, and eight, they rock. Like, one of the rounds is ending, and you're kind of hanging on the ropes like, man, I'm hanging on. But you got kind of a second wind, it felt. And it felt like, looking back at the game, there was one of the plays that hit when Khalil Davis 
knifed into the backfield and got a tackle for a loss. And it was almost like that didn't completely stop the bleeding, but it felt like it stemmed it a little bit. And then everybody kind of got a second second win, and then you really slowed down the running game the rest of the way. What has Khalil Davis meant to your defense this year? Hey, man, picking up Khalil, he's he's done a – Done a great job. You didn't really know what we were getting, what we were expecting. We got a rotational guy. I was just going to get some reps, uh, spell a couple guys, but he's showing up. Man. He's showing up, made some big-time plays for us, playing on the other side of the line scrimmage, making that huge TFL, kind of give us some momentum, give us some life there in the running game. But Khalil has, has done a really good job for us all throughout the year. Um, just in his role, right, he's thrived. And it's uh, – so a lot of guys like that who stepped in, who we didn't have at the beginning of the year, but yeah. they stepped in and they made plays. Everybody has kind of had their moments throughout the yep. year that's put our team in this position. And it seems like that's very important, that everybody feels included because everybody has to make plays. Saubert <laughs> has a catch the other night. Everybody's do doing something for you, Coach, and that's sort of the environment that you've nurtured from the very beginning here. Yeah, for sure. When I talk about that team first mentality, that's what it's taken for us. All right, we've lost a ton of guys, <laughs> unfortunately. We had multiple guys in and out. Guys missed extended periods of time coming back in. So how do you keep the train moving, right? Mm -hmm. It's just always understanding it's not about one guy. And that's always been the message for me is it's not about one guy. We need everybody's best. So whenever you get – your opportunity, your moment to step in, like when you have to shine, we need you to shine and make plays for us. And every man in that locker room has done that at some point in time throughout the entire year. Coach, you've made you've made the regular season the playoff leap as a player. And you know what goes into that. How difficult is that for a player to get out of quote unquote regular season mode and into playoff mode if there's such a thing? And at that point, how much did Saturday playing like a playoff game sort of help you going forward? Yeah, for us and my message with the guys is is since our second since our last Tennessee game, like that was the playoffs there. Yeah, yeah. Because we needed to win both of those games, the last two games to get in. So, you know, we kind of already transitioned from regular playoff season mode, yeah. to playoff mode, and we've been there the past two weeks, and that just continues right to move forward. We're in that same mode, and it doesn't change for us. Right. Our message hasn't changed since Tennessee, right? We know, keep, continue to win, continue to win, continue to win. However, we have to get it done. Our guys have taken to that message, and they've shown up. The past two weeks, they've shown up and made plays when it mattered. How gratifying is it when you know what the first play is going to be and it works <laughs> that well, oh, right? <laughs> because CJ talked about in the post game a little bit. Yeah, we were going to try that, and you tried it, and it worked to perfection. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's uh, that's such a awesome moment just for everyone when you know what's going to happen and they mm -hmm. give you the proper coverage. And you see Nico is one-on-one. -on -one, he gets behind the guys like, oh, this is it. This is our <laughs> – we got it. <laughs> Nico, please stay up and get in. So, yeah. Man, you talk about a big momentum boost for our team, right? For the, because they drove down, they got a field goal on us there early, and then once we scored that touchdown, I was like, "Oh, okay, like we got it." Mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of knew we had the game there. Defense needed to tighten a few things up, but knew the way our offense. Or anytime you give up a pass like that, it's just gut wrenching, mm -hmm. right? Went from the defensive perspective, so knew we had them on their heels. Yeah, that. Then I asked you about that and what that gave your your defense and how the defense responded. With every good, there's obviously some things you want to clean up. And I know run game, one of the things, you know, I heard you talk about in your press conference, the fact that 
there was too many times when there was just one guy there. Um, and that guy missed a tackle. Then, obviously, Taylor was able to pick up some yards. Mostly it was Taylor as opposed to Moss. What's the biggest thing to get the run defense back the way it's been playing, Coach? What's the biggest kind of aspect to that going forward? Yeah, it's, it's going to start up front, as I always say, and sure. I say it every week, is how we set the edges from our defensive ends. Didn't think we set the edge good enough. Uh, we were kind of running upfield to the quarterback, so there was a lot of space in our run in the uh, in the interior of our you know defensive line there, and then our linebackers, safeties, like we have to swarm the football yep. and tackle it. Like, and if you have a one on one opportunity, right, we gotta put our body on guys and wrap them up, right, and everybody else has to show up to the party. So yep. it's too many times, all right, we're one on one in the hole and we completely whiff. All right, we're not. We got our eyes down. We're just playing with poor technique. So we just got to get back to this week just the fundamentals of tackling, yep. right? And it's always you continue to harp on that, like moving forward in the playoffs, what does it take? It's going to be the team who plays sound, the team who is on their fundamentals, on their techniques. Yep. That's what's going to win yep. in the playoffs. As much as you can or are willing to share, Coach, final moments of the game. you got to get out of that game. They have yep. two timeouts. You have to figure it out. we got to get ourselves off the field here with a victory. And you have Cameron Johnston taking the intentional safety, and he runs all, all the way to the corner. Me as a play-by-play -play guy, I'm looking at the clock because if it goes zero, yeah. it's over, right. and i got to call it right or whatever. <laughs> but one second left. What about that whole process? Your headset must have been blowing up with all different thoughts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I saw it was uh, – well, initially it was seven seconds on the clock, and so I'm like, okay, the one, the only way that they can get back into this game is this, um, they block a punt for a touchdown. As we talked, I think, earlier in the week yep. – about special teams yes. and their strength was their punt block unit, mm -hmm. right? They had blocked four punts on the entire year. So in my mind, instant is like, oh, we're not giving them an opportunity <laughs> to, to block a punt here. Mm -hmm. It's like they did versus Tennessee. They blocked two punts and that changed the game. So I didn't want to give them that opportunity. So the thought process was let's just take a safety, right? We know they, they can't come back and score. Hopefully I was thinking the time would run out there, yeah. but – you know, Cam should have moved around one more second <laughs> and then jumped out of the back. But Cam did a great job of executing what we asked him to do and ended up one second on the clock. Uh, of course, our special teams coach, Frank uh, Ross, he's, he's freaking out at the moment. It's like, oh, we got we to gotta kick it now. It's like, we're okay. We're going to be fine. Our guys did a great job of covering, right, the punt after the safety. Did a great job of covering, getting the guy down and finishing the game. I think my favorite moment, there's so many favorite moments from Saturday night, but I think my favorite one was you and I were kind of standing about the same distance apart from Goodson when he doesn't catch the ball. And I was just stunned. You get re you got really excited, which normally is me, but you got really, really <laughs> excited. And literally in mid-leap, you're like, wait. There's a it was like you went from excited, we just got to stop, to Holy crap, we got to get yeah. into situational mode at that right. point. Was that kind of going through your head at that point? Yeah, it was. I, was, mean, that it? I, was <laughs> I was definitely – I almost walked on the field there when I saw this play <laughs> about to develop with the pick play that they were running yep. to the running back. And, man, he dropped the ball. And I'm, I'm like, yes, we did it. We won. And you're like, wait a minute. They have timeouts. Like, <laughs> yeah. And everybody – when I, I jumped up and I looked back and it's like the entire team is <laughs> rushing the field. I'm like – yeah. Oh, no, get off the field. Like, we yeah. still have time. We have to finish this game the proper way. But, yeah, a lot of excitement there for about four seconds. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you're the head coach. Get him. You got to <laughs> reel it back in and, and make some decisions here. So yeah. it was uh, it was a really, 
really cool moment. Yeah. Are those situations cool. or similar situations, things you discuss in the offseason with your staff? Hey, what if we get this? What if we get that? How are we going to deal with it at the time? Yeah, you kind of, for me, we're, we talk about those things offseason, and it's just weekly throughout the, throughout the year. We always look at our uh, games throughout mm. the entire year and see the different situations. And that way you can take yourself through those. Okay, what will we do if mm-hmm. this happened? If we had this much time on the clock, these men, these timeouts, like what what will we do? What's the best decision for us? And you kind of make those decisions in the moment when it's quiet, no yep. pressure is on. You make those decisions. And so when our guys are in a box and all like we already kind of made that decision, so nobody has to panic in the moment or scramble because we already know what we're gonna do. Coach Sunday. I don't know if you were doing what everybody else was. Everybody else had their feet up on the couch and was watching <laughs> one particular game. I, I didn't. I didn't tell you. That. I was watching Red Zone. I, I, really? I couldn't. I can't take the commercials. <laughs> it wasn't until about the third quarter where I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to tune into this for the rest of the game. What were you doing? What were you hanging out? Were you watching the game? Were you watching your family? What, <laughs> what was kind of going on? What was going through your mind? And when it's over, what kind of at that point, what do you do? Yeah. In uh, that moment, man, we. Our family, we went to church uh, Sunday morning. We went to church, had some lunch, got back home, and we're just relaxing, watching yeah. the game just like everyone else sitting on the couch. And as soon as I turned the game on, like I've been kind of not trying to listen to the score, <laughs> see what's going on at lunch, but it's like, okay, yeah, sounds like the – seems like the Titans are doing really good. They're up. They're playing good this week. And so we get home. I turned it on, and I think that's when Tannehill threw the pick. Oh. And I was like <laughs> – Oh, no, I can't watch this now. <laughs> yep. And uh, so I turned it for a second. And I was like, no, you know what? We have to watch this game. So just sitting on the couch with my wife and the kids, and we're just sitting there just watching. And, you know, and when they get to the stop there on fourth down, man, I'm jumping up just yeah. about how I jumped up on the sideline yeah, there. Yeah. When, when they dropped the pass, I was jumping up the same, like, yeah, let's go, baby. You know, <laughs> division champs, we're here. So yeah. and I told my wife, man, credit to her, she – she uh, sends me a message before every game, and she told me, like, on Saturday, like, I know you guys are going to be AFC South champs. Like, that's really? what you're playing for. And she spoke that moment mm. into existence and thankful for her and her support. And it was cool just to celebrate that yeah, moment yeah, and yeah. go crazy there yep. with me and the kids just jumping around. So I once asked Bob McNair, why are you so positive? And he said, I don't know too many successful people who are negative to you. <laughs> he asked me that. And you're very positive. You were asked in your press conference, what's your coaching style? You said, I'm positive. What about that, Coach, contributing to the success here, especially in the close games? I feel like in all these close games, and maybe this is a magical metaphysical thing, but that has an effect on the guys. They expect good things to happen. Yeah, and that's, that's the biggest thing there. Like, you have to believe. And that's my biggest thing. You believe and you you have to expect, like you said, you, you have to expect that it's going to go right. No matter how it looks, it's one bad play here or one penalty. Like, man, we can easily, like, go off the handle and scream and yell at the player, hey, don't jump off sides. Don't, like, hey, man, like, hey, next play. We're going to mm-hmm. be all right. There's time on the clock. We have a chance. We have an opportunity. Like, and so it's always continuing to – you know, push that belief into the players. Like, no matter what happens, no matter about that bad moment, like, we're going to overcome. We're going to be fine. We're going to be just fine. And the players start to take that on. And they believe that. And everybody feel like, 
I feel everyone wants to be around someone who's positive, someone who's encouraging. It's enough people out here telling the guys, <laughs> you know, how bad they are, how they suck, yeah. or we need to get this guy yeah. or that guy. And this guy. we don't need that. Like, the thing for us, it's all about positive energy. It's all about being upbeat and making sure our team thrives off of that positive energy. And as I tell our guys, when we execute and we got great energy, that just creates that real enthusiasm. And that's what really overtakes yep. the entire stadium when you're in a, a away stadium and you're there, you're the only people in there cheering for you. Like that enthusiasm, it permeates throughout the entire building and it really it really drives your team to go out and play even harder, execute a little bit better. And that's truly what I believe in. Coach, after the game is over on Sunday and mm -hmm. the Jaguars have lost and you realize, okay, we're playing a home game. And I'm sure you knew the scenarios that, okay, if it's a home game, it's Cleveland. We saw him two, a little over two weeks ago. Joe throwing the ball over the yard. Amari Cooper, big game. When is your mindset kind of flipped to Cleveland? And what are kind of your initial thoughts as you get ready for uh, for the Browns to come in here for the playoff game? Yeah, right after that game was over, it's like, Cleveland, let's go. Yep. Like, not too many times you get a redo. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. And um, especially not a you know division opponent. But the way we went out in that game, it's – always left a bad taste in my mouth of just poorly executed, like uh, across the board, offensively, defensively, like it, special teams. It just was not a great outing by our team, right? And to get an opportunity, right, we can't do anything about the pass, but to get an opportunity to go back against that team yep. who they kind of hey, – they took it to us here in our yep. home stadium, right? And we get the opportunity to do something about that again, uh, they made some great plays. Uh, Amari had an outstanding game, made some unbelievable catches there. And for us, man, what an opportunity to see those guys yep. again. And we know they're going to be at their best, right? We got to play better, be at our best, and we play the right way, and we have an, an awesome opportunity yep. right, to move forward. How about the work week prep for this one, Coach? It's not a short week because it's Saturday to Saturday, right. but it's a weird week because you are playing Saturday, <laughs> and if you were playing Sunday, it would be all different. So how do you handle the week getting ready for the Browns? Yeah, definitely beneficial by playing on Saturday. So now we have a normal work week right mm. now. Everything, again, is just bumped up like we talked yeah. about all right, yep. the last week. But we were everybody was able to have Sunday off, right? So that was our day after game, off day. Our guys came in all right today and got a lift in because – College football playoffs kicked us out of our building, so we can't do much. Uh, but now we'll have a normal week moving forward here. Right? We get a, our guys were able to get some much-needed rest over these past two days. And it's about just hopefully we can get a few guys back who we missed. Uh, we'll see where Robert and JG, see where they are, see where Noah is. And if we can get a couple of those guys back, that'll truly help us. Coach, the bumps and bruises, uh, if you make the playoffs, they feel a little lesser as a player. Did you kind of feel that way? Like, hey, regular season or playoffs coming up. You know, that shoulder thing that was hurting me. You know, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Is it kind of does it kind of go that way once you get into the playoffs? Oh, yeah. It's, no injuries. Let's go. Everybody's, everybody's fresh. I talk about you start new. Like, hey, yeah, you get a new body play. right now. Right. <laughs> everybody's healthy. Everybody's fresh. First game of the season. Yeah. Like, let's let's go, man. What, yeah. a, what an opportunity. Right now, uh, man, I'm so so happy to be here yep. in this moment. Happy to continue to be playing. All right, uh, proud of our guys for accomplishing this. All right, Amogee Bank Ask Coach Question of the Week. It's Memory Monday because the Texans put out a social media post, mm -hmm. found a video of the uh -oh. first division championship. <laughs> 
out at Bud Light Plaza where the team gathered and it, it was amazing with all the fans there and right. you were speaking to the crowd. <laughs> Do you remember that? You remember that moment out there in front of everybody that was the first division championship? This is the latest division championship. Yeah, man, I definitely remember that moment. Moment I'll never forget. Right. It's mm -hmm. one of those special moments where you take an organization that never been to the playoffs and we were able to win our division, get into the playoffs. All right, we were coming back from Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Right? We were coming back from Cincinnati and Man, to see all our fans that showed up, uh, that was, man, it's always touching, right? Yep. To see you, you know, you come back from an away game, typically no one's around, but our fans, they were out there, man, and they showed tremendous support. And we had a couple guys get on the mics, probably <laughs> saying a lot of stuff we probably should have said, but it was, yeah. uh, it was a special moment. We had our AFC South yeah. t-shirts on. It was, it, was a, it was a fun moment, a great memory. One I always remember, and I always have looked every time I step out in the stadium, I always look up at that first banner, mm -hmm. right? And I see, like, man, I was a part of that, right? And I want to be able to recreate that again here as a coach. And, you know, it's awesome to see it all come full circle, and here we are again. Do you that remember what you said? I do, do not, bro. I don't know. Hopefully no. I fired the fans no, up. No, 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 no. You said this is just the beginning. Man. You see, Sounds like it was in there already. <laughs> That's apropos Sounds, yeah, in so many wow. situations. Wow. You're already coaching. But what yeah. about the difference? That locker room, you're watching the Saints-Titans game mm. end and fired up because you won yeah. the division for the first time. This locker room, that was a locker room scene on Saturday <laughs> night. That was amazing. And there you are as head coach, but the player in you comes yeah. out also, right? Oh, because yeah. you want to celebrate with your guys. For sure, man. The player definitely. I was, well, I was waiting for CJ there. I was, all the players are coming <laughs> in. It's like... Omar, who's left? It's like CJ is doing an interview, all right, with uh, ESPN. So it's like, okay. Then he comes in, you know, congratulate him. And then we just, let's go get in yeah. the locker room. Yeah. And all the guys are there waiting. And we just were jumping around. And mm. it's that moment of excitement, relief. It's just, man, you man, just to see it all come together right there, man. I was happy to be jumping around with the guys. They were throwing water all over the yeah. place. It was a, a very, very fun moment. Excellent. Coach, thanks a lot. All Good right. luck this week. Thank you, guys.